in school when you would fill out what your parents did for a living, I would write trimmings not knowing what the heck it was. When they opened up the window in the sweatshop, I used to go play on the roof. It's not a great place where you get to play. I said, God, let the morning come quick so I can go to my sewing machine. I think I'm nuts. Hello and welcome to Sewing Community, the podcast where local Westchester area residents share their life in fabric and thread. I'm your host, Aaron Page, Director of Folk Arts at Arts Westchester, the officially designated Arts Council for Westchester County, New York. For the last several months, Arts Westchester has been teaming up with Amanda Browder, a Brooklyn-based fabric artist, to transform our nine-story building of White Plains into a cascading, colorful fabric installation. All of the stories heard in this podcast were collected from individual volunteers who've been involved in the building of this monumental work of public art. While the project is currently on hold because of COVID-19, our hope is that the stories shared here will in some small way sustain and deepen the social fabric of our sewing community. This week's episode features sewing stories from upholsterer Peggy Robinson, Pelham resident Nandita Sinha, and WNBC-TV news journalist Catherine Craig Gaffner. My name is Peggy Robinson. I live in White Plains, where Arts of Westchester is. Um, I love that building, so I'm really happy to be part of this project. I sew a lot. I have a Tailored by Peggy little company that I do sewing for. I work with uh, some decorators, and I work with a lot of people doing tailoring for them. The decorators I do, you know, upholstery and uh, pillows and all kinds of custom jobs, uh, curtains and window treatments and things like that. Um, I've always loved fabric. I've pretty much sewn since I was a little kid when I had a little plastic sewing machine. It started there. And I love fabric. Uh, I love arts and creative. I always love working with my hands. And this project just, it's calling my name. It's so cool because it's putting everything I love about art and fabric together. And I'm really glad to be part of this. It's great. Fabrics light me up. Fabric stores are like candy stores to me. I am a kid in a candy store in a fabric store, so I love it. This project, Amanda's so cool and so talented. It's so unique. I'm so glad it's coming to White Plains and coming to Westchester. Um, I'm thrilled. I think it's so good. The community's involved. I met some great people just doing this. Um, I'm coming back. I'm going to do some more. Uh, well, my mom, of course, sewed. And she like made matching dresses for her seven daughters. Not her son, poor thing. Of course, we always hated having to wear the same dress that mom made, but we had to wear them. She just knew how to fix things, and that was important, too. I thought that was cool that you can, you can hem and you can fix fabrics. Um, I've done some work for the Women's Club in White Plains. Some of the pieces of fabric that I donated are, are that you can see there on some of the things that are upholstered there. Um, in other people's homes, you know, like they'd have fabric, and I'd say, do you want it back? And they'd say, no, just you keep it. So I have. I've held on to it because I love fabric, but it tells a story. It does. Thanks and it's kind of neat that they go into these things because other people will see it too. It's such an important part of the, the fabric of this thing. There's so many lives and intertwining of memories in the whole thing. And that's, that's an extra outside of it. But, but Amanda appreciates that. I, you know, I'm in a women's club. I'm in a book club. And I'm with people that I, ne- I may never have even chatted with them or even known, been interested, really. Even what I'm doing with tailoring, like a guy came over the other day and I'm like, he, he, he read about me on the local website, the next door or something, and used Peggy, she's great for tailoring. So 
he called me and he said, have you come highly recommended, I need some patches sewn on. I'm like, okay, patches, that's funny. I'm like, what? So he comes over, but they were like sports patches, and he's like a diehard fan. So I was doing, sewed a few patches on different things, but he gives me this hat, and it looks like, it's like a toque. Is that the Russian hats? They go, and I'm like, what the heck is this? He lives in my neighborhood too, never met him. You know, he lives like around the block, it was funny. And I didn't know who he was. So he said, well, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm like, oh, you didn't look like that either. He's big, big, Not you didn't look muscly, he actually looks kind of fat, you mm. know, but he, but he does like heavy weightlifting. And he said, well, I work out and I, the guys that I work out with told me, my trainer said it's really good to go to a sauna after. You know, you do the steam and the sauna, and it's a place in New Jersey, and it's Russian. Wow, that's just so interesting, you know? So he said they all wear the hats because you have to wear them. It's good for to keep the, I don't know, the heat in or something on your head, whatever. So they all, and so he was wrapping a towel around, and everybody else has, they have the hats, and they have, like, their hammer and sickle things on it and stuff, their insignia things. So he ordered, I guess, on Amazon a patch that is a dollar sign, a gold dollar sign. So he wanted me to sew the gold dollar sign on, just kind of as a goof thing. The things you find out from people, you know? Like, I had to ask. So you do, you find out things through fabric. Hi, uh, my name is Nandita Sinha. I was born and raised in India in the northeastern part called Bihar. Um, and uh, I moved to United States for further studies. Um, currently I live in Pelham, New York. Growing up, um, we always had like exposure to uh, sewing and different, experimenting with different fabrics handmade fabrics, handwoven fabrics, like we call it khadi, which is pure cotton. Uh, it can be silk, which is more expensive, and as good, we were not given <laughs> that much of privilege to use it, but we experimented more on cotton and some polyester fab fabrics. We loved to do stitching. We made our clothes at times, which was not one of the fanciest, but we tried. Um, if we really needed a good one, we have to go for tailoring. But then um, experimenting with simple things like um, making pillow cover, bed sheets, um, quilts, table covers, those were the common ones we did, like shopping bag from um, old clothes. It is very common, like when we were growing up, there were not too many like ready-made clothes and um, people going out for um, clothing. You buy fabrics and you stitch. So my mother, my older sister, uncle, uh, I'm sorry, aunts, and my grandma, um, some of my neighbors were very good who will help if you need to with the cutting the dresses. Um, so yeah, it was very helpful. and. I think it's a good skill to have, um, even now, like, um, you should not feel very dependent on someone to fix our clothes if it is a little bit off. I remember, like, we had a, a household help, and uh, we gave her clothes for a festival, and she wanted me to stitch a dress for her, and uh, it was funny, she didn't want to give to someone else because she thought it takes longer, and in the middle of that, I lost one of her sleeves. <laughs> And then she kept on waiting, and I had to buy another fabric to match. 
make it for her. So yeah, it was not a very good experience for her. This project I feel is really awesome. I'm glad I uh, came to check it out and I'm sure the girls are having fun. Um, and they will ask for me to bring them again tomorrow. Um, so hopefully they will go back and look at the display when they put it in white planes. I'm Catherine Craig Gaffner and I live in Manhattan on the east side and I started sewing when I was in high school and I wanted to be a fashion designer and I sewed dresses and I sewed skirts all those things that are square and <laughs> they're very easy and I wanted to be a fashion designer but I can't draw I wanted to go to Parsons School of Design but because I can't draw. I ended up going to New York University for journalism, and that's what I do now. I'm a TV news journalist. I work for NBC, WNBC Channel 4 in New York City. And so the sewing, but I've, I learned sewing in home ec. And I remember, I think um, one of the first projects we had, it was a windsock. And it was easy, and it was fun, and it was rainbow, and I was in high school. And it was so much fun, I loved it. I loved home ec. And then my mom had a sewing machine, we and then I would just start sewing anything and everything, and then that sewing machine from 1985 we still have it. Mm. And because my f parents are immigrants from the Philippines, they put dates on everything. <laughs> like they, you know, it's like everything's so valuable. So I, I still pull the sewing machine out to sew whatever, and it says December 19, 1985. It still works great. But I sew everything now too by hand. Like I'll sew, I'll mend a lot of things. You know, whereas like my friends will go to the dry cleaners and pay $10 to have a button sewed or yeah. hemmed. And I do it for coworkers and friends because it takes no time. And yeah, but I love sewing. <laughs>